0: I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our preview series of the Australia Decide songs. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about Kate Miller Heidke. Yes, one of the uh, big names for the contest. And one of the first names uh, that was announced. Mm. So, Kate. Did capture the attention of a lot of Australians That seems like such a long time ago now It does, doesn't it? Let's have a little talk about Kate She's from Brisbane originally A classically trained opera singer And a graduate of the Queensland Conservatorium of Music Mm. Somebody else was a graduate of that Um, Dami Im Mm, So, Mm. yes, another big name Queensland does produce some very talented (laughs) artists She is an award-winning opera singer Which is something I never knew uh, In the early 2000s And then in the mid-2000s her music career went into more the indie pop. Mm -hmm. And then in the late 2000s, she really got into the mainstream consciousness here in Australia, getting a number one album and number one single with The Last Day on Earth. Mm. Probably the thing most remembered by Australians. Yes. Over recent years, she's been more uh, doing live gigs, but also in writing. She wrote uh, the adaptation of the classic Australian film, Muriel's Wedding. Oh, yes. Everybody loves her. Yeah, we need to see that stage show. Definitely. Um, so she's definitely a big name here in Australia and somebody who's got real kudos in the music industry. Well, should we probably listen to her song now
1: that we know everything about her? Mm-hmm. Um, it is Kate Miller-Heike with Zero Gravity.
0: keep <laughs> me Okay, Dale, I guess yeah, you can kick us off. What do we think that's uh, the pros on this one? Look, there's a lot of great things to
1: say about this song. Um, it's similar in that way of Electric Fields, which not in musically, but it's unique. It's different. It immediately captures your attention. And I put down that Vegemite love-hate aspect as a pro. I do like it if you split, and I know that there will be people who don't like this song, who don't get it. And, and I don't necessarily think that I got it the very first time but I know a lot of people fell in love with it immediately when that operatic um, sort of chorus comes into it, you're like what is this and you pay attention you are not going to forget this song and also uh, Kate herself as you mentioned before such a a well-known artist here in Australia for the public and also for the jury they're going to really gravitate to her you know they people think about her as a Eurovision everybody who said Kate Miller Heike's in this who don't watch it all the time, they're like, wow, she'd be really good for Eurovision. So there's already that kind of, she's quirky and she's got a quirky song for us.
0: Yeah, look, I'm going to totally agree. Look, this has instant grabbing appeal Mm. whether you're going to like it or you don't you are engaged straight away Um, for me personally the first time I listened to it oh my god my eyes just were wide open like what is going on also the structure of the song it keeps you guessing it goes in different directions Mm. and that that gives it an appeal of of you don't quite know where this is going to go you're right it's risky it's quirky same as electric fields, but in a completely different way. Oh, yeah, way. totally. Completely. This, to me, it surprises, it delights. There's a there's such a, a fusion of different elements here. We've got some drum and bass, we've mm. got opera. Uh, it really is a little bit all over the place, but at the same token, in a good way. Vocally, this can has just got potential to, you know, forget about blowing wigs off. Your wig will incinerate. It will <laughs> self-destruct. Uh, you know, this... Vocally could be amazing, and with the right staging and performance, the potential here is endless. Really, really endless. I th- go on, sorry. And, and I'll just finish up. This, <laughs> this can attract. I think it can, even though people will be on and off. This can attract a large amount of telly votes, whether it be in the national final or if it was to get the ticket go to Eurovision I think it's what we're looking for as far as attracting televotes.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be forgotten and I think there's something with the Australians who will even if they don't immediately love it, they'll go, "Oh, that was really interesting. I think we should send that." Yeah. Like, maybe I don't love it, but I think don't think that people are just going to vote for what they like. You know, we're a yeah. competitive nation, we want to do well at Eurovision and people will have one eye on thinking what's going to work over there, even your once-a-year person is. The other thing is, this song, I think, has
0: the most potential for staging out of any song in the, the competition. Totally agree, totally mm. agree. And going back to that point, Australians, your average, I think, mainstream are saying, Australians sees Eurovision as a quirky competition. Yes. So this fits into that sort of mould perfectly, really, really perfectly. Just on the staging thing, if it was to get the ticket... Can we get the staging right? (laughs) (laughs) All the money we spent, we didn't spend on Jessica. Go and spend it on Kate. Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it has to, has to have that. To be honest, it Mm. has to help elevate it. You know, because you can't just stand there and sing it. But anyway, let's move on to some of the potentially the some of the pitfalls that could come from this. Mm. Um, I've written as much as being opera in a different genre. There is a pro; it's a con for me as well. Uh, Opera traditionally doesn't do well at Eurovision. Uh, It is very off-putting to a lot of people and we just did this last year. I know completely differently but the basic person just goes, huh, Didn't we just do opera last year? Uh, we just did that." Yeah, I'll agree. people even said that about um, Alina's dress, and that was done by Moldova five years beforehand. And they're like, "Oh, didn't we do this dress thing?" So that is something um, there with that. Also, I think she's a very, on terms of the Eurovision side, I think she's a very uniquely Australian artist in that quirkiness, and I don't know if that's going to translate as well internationally Uh, she does have an Australian sound to her voice at times as well I'm not saying that's definitely a bad thing but it's a question mark and also if that staging isn't as amazing and remarkable as we're saying is it just uh, a wonderful woman but is it just a woman standing there singing a unique kind of quirky song which is not going to be enough in in my eyes I I don't think it's enough there
0: Yeah, no, fair enough. I'm definitely going to agree on the opera part. There's going to be... The minute opera starts, sometimes in Eurovision, people just, the eyes glaze over and you tune out. That is part of the Vegemite sort of factor on this song. Um, Having said that, the reverse is some other people are just going to be completely engaged. We've done prose. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. For me, this is a risk worth taking. Lyrically, it's a little odd. Yes. (laughs) But that's nothing... Hey, that's Eurovision. There's a lot of stuff that's lyrically a little odd. Um, And you're right, I'm going to say, without the right presentation and without the right staging, this could just end up not elevating and just become across as really odd. Like, Mm. I'm going to use the example of Zlata Gravity. If you just have her standing on a plinth singing, Mm. that's not going to cut it with a bit of dry ice. This needs the drama to come along with it. Yes, totally. To complete the package.
1: Um, The only other thing, I'm I'm not... We know that Kate miller is a great vocalist, but boy are there some big moments in this. She set herself a challenge. She has set herself a challenge, and we know she has this classically trained background, but she has to nail it. She's not known for opera even though that isn't her background so i guess i feel a bit uh, uneasy about it because we're not giving it to like a mark vincent who does that all the time we're doing it to somebody who's part of their repertoire i'm not doubting she can't do it but i'm just it's a question mark
0: because i haven't seen her do it but that's just my own thing i guess fair enough should we have a listen to what some of the other fans think of kate's entry
1: well the first time i listened to this i wasn't sure what to think i thought what have i just listened to But it has definitely grown on me, this one. Her voice is amazing. I think it will score really well with the juries. It's a very polarizing song, so I'm not sure how it will vote with the public. This song really needs strong staging. I think if staged well, it could make the top five at Eurovision, especially if she pulls off her big note live like Dami did in 2016. This is a song that really grows on you. Um, My kids love it. I think it will do very well, and I hope it does very well. What what isn't there to like about this song? To be honest, the song is different and wacky and quirky, but more, most importantly, not in a Moldova way. The song stands out not just because of Kate Miller Heidke's incredible vocals, but because it it traverses a number of different musical genres. This song I find is a complete opposite of safe, and I have faith in Kate's ability to sing this song without any vocal issues. She's performed you know live enough times for me to be confident in her vocals.
0: I think this one is a little bit too quirky for the judges, um, and potentially you know Eurovision as as a whole. I, I don't think it would work. Um, and I just I feel like the best part of the song was the ending because those notes at the end were amazing and. I would have loved to see more of that throughout um, as opposed to the quirky sort of high notes that we were getting. Wow, some uh, interesting points of view there, Dale.
1: I know. I think probably the first thing that jumped out for me is uh, Emma said her kids really love it,
0: and I never really thought about this as something that kids would like. Yeah, true, true. She did say at first she was just a little bit shell-shocked, yeah. but certainly got her head around it.
1: Mm. Yeah, uh, for sure. I think also Ayan was really, made a really good point about it being wacky, but not
0: in a Moldovan way. Yeah, interesting uh, comment to say. I've got to say this is quirky, but it's classy quirky. It's not novelty. Yeah, exactly. And that's the difference. But that quirk,
1: you know, I think we speak about what Australians like. We've traditionally voted for quirk at in our telly votes before. And I think this is its more been upbeat quirk, but this
0: is like still quirky, and I think people would really like this. I agree, I agree. And there was a dissenting voice. Well, hello, Dwayne. Which we always love a dissenting voice. <laughs> Didn't work for him. Too quirky. Too off the scale.
1: And I guess that's kind of what we said before. It's our Vegemite song. It's mm. not going to work for everybody. Um, but I kind of do agree with him that it takes a while to the end to really hit the great heights of uh I guess maybe goosebumpy um mm. and you're kind of going confused maybe for too long in the song and then you go bam so I do understand his point on that one Totally great to hear those opinions
0: All right let's wrap and rank Michael mm. Okay, I'll start on this one. Kate herself said this is really stepping out of the box and she's putting herself out there. I'm so glad she did. This is an amazing entry. This is risky, it's original, it's captivating, and it's real quality. This is a massive contender to win this this national final. I'm putting it right up there. And I also think it's got the potential to do well at Eurovision and I would be very pleased if we sent this. Um, I've actually ranked this one second.
1: Excellent. Um, My recap, I agree with a lot of what you've said there. I think it is risky. I somehow think this is a safer risk than an electric fields. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think this has more broader appeal potentially there. I'm not as worried about opera as I probably sound. I think she's managed to fuse pop and opera and these other parts really well together. I think she's an amazing performer. I think this would be a really solid entry for Eurovision for Australia. And I think she has... Every chance of taking it out it's starting to for me to feel like if I had to put a bet on right now, I, I might be putting my money on Kate. I, yeah. I really might be. Mm. But when it comes down to my one, um, it was a close run affair. I, I, I must admit I did not get this first go. I didn't go, oh, my God, I love this, which is a slight another concern for it. But right now, it's really battling for my number one spot. But it did come in second place for me.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I I I loved it straight away. I guess that was the difference. Whereas yep. it took me a couple of times with Electric Car uh, Fields. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I when I listened to this when I was ranking, uh, I I just it just had this kind of like a moment where I went this is the entry. This is this is the one we need. Um so yeah, it's been it's interesting. Anyway, we also let's talk about the poll. We went out yes. to hundreds of Australians we asked them to give three points towards any... You could put it to three songs. You could put it all on one song. We wanted to replicate a bit of a mock tally vote um, here. Now, this song... Yes. ...came in as the winner. Oh, okay. Ooh, interesting. 30% of the vote. Oh. 30? Indeed, Jeez, that's even crazy. though um, some Kate Miller Hyde key stands out there, I saw your spam. <laughs> I saw you trying to rig the vote, and votes were taken away. Don't worry, I did, I oh. went oh, all yawn alassand on you. all. <laughs> However, it did not change the result. Even with that, they it was neck and neck with Electric Fields, but they won reasonably comfortably in the end. Yeah. I will say, however, Ooh. we didn't block international fans voting on this one, and so we did receive about 50 to 60 um, votes from Europe, not as many as the 260 that we got from Australia. Um, this was quite a distant third place behind Shepherd and Electric Fields. Oh. So something just to consider, I don't. it doesn't worry me too much, a small amount of people, but it is a little bit of a question mark about is Australia loving this and maybe the internationals won't get it as much as we do. Yeah, fair enough. But it's too small sample, but it's certainly a little question mark mark there interesting anyway
0: it's our national final we'll pick who we want (laughs) we saw how that worked for France Um, (laughs) excellent yeah no was good again I think this is a terrific terrific entry really great to see it there I hope you enjoyed as much as we do yeah let us know
1: Uh, get us on the socials Aussie Vision Net Um, let us know what you think about is this your favourite song were you one of the people who voted 30 times (laughs) All right. thanks very much for listening guys
0: thanks for joining us see you later